It's a brilliant day here at the Horse Trainer's Wife podcast, and I have Dennis Kappel with me. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Sandy. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. You look awful brilliant, so we've got some great questions for you. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Something you always talk about is riding with feel, but that seems to be a gray area for a lot of people. So we're going to dive into this and have you explain to us with your brilliant attitude, what exactly is riding with feel? Why is it important? And where do you use it? We might get to all three of them and we might not. It just depends how lengthy that you get today. But we're gonna let you start in. What is riding with feel? I just wanna start off by saying that that uh, this concept of feel is, is really everything, and and to me it is just to talk about it. It's like uh, trying to describe water. And when we pull, uh, if you were going to describe water, can you reach in a glass of water and pull out the hydrogen molecule or the oxygen molecule? No, because they're all mixed together. So as we talk about it, we're going to be blending all of these aspects together but that's really good can you pause for a minute can you go through that again and explain that slowly what you just said about the water so that we can have our minds go to the horse to try to thinking of putting that together too of the blending you want me to talk about the water or horses? <laughs> <laughs> First talk about the water because we want to have this clear mental picture in our mind of what it is that you're saying first. So first talk about the water. Well, just think about all the different properties of water. When, when it's uh, in the atmosphere, you know, when you boil water, it turns, returns to atmosphere. Uh, temperature greatly influences the, the molecules of the water you know at room temperature it's a liquid and and then below 32 degrees it's ice still water but it's still a component of hydrogen oxygen h2o and uh, you know to, when we look at water it we recognize it by sight and feel taste all of our senses that's water we don't look at it like I can see the hydrogen in there or I can see the oxygen in there because it is the blending of all of those components that that give it its property I think that blending is the key word yeah I mean and that's and that's exactly how feel operates with in, in, in our uh, interaction with horses because we're talking about the internal feelings of the horse, the internal feelings of the person, the external feelings of the horse, and the external feelings of the per- person, and, and how they all fit together, you know, because a horse learns to feel us, and, and we need to learn how to feel the horse. It, it's, it's an ongoing process of awareness, and I even find, you know, it after all these years, I'll have light bulb moments that come on where, man, that felt good right there. I'm going to remember what that did and, and how it affected the horse and how, and then I'll try it on another horse and it worked there too. And the next thing you know, you've got another tool in your in your box, so to speak, that, that allows you to be able to communicate better with your horse. 
that's really talking about writing in the now being present in the moment and that's something that you're very very skilled at it's obvious because your horses respond so quickly to you how is it that you do that well I guess I made a decision years ago that's what I wanted to do and that you know then it, it continues, has been, and continues, and will continue to be an ongoing search for uh, better ways, easier ways, more effective ways. Ways is a, is a term there that maybe doesn't fit exactly because it's not always a specific thing. I mean, it's just... It's feel. It, it is. You're asking me to pull out the hydrogen molecule and talk <laughs> about the hydrogen molecule here, and, and I, I can't hardly do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then what are people supposed to do? Well, I guess just quit. Don't oh. even try. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where the fun is. You know, that's, that's the journey. That's getting out on the highway. That's getting in where it doesn't feel good and getting out where it does feel good and and then remembering how you got in that spot and how you got in this spot, you know, and, and be, a, be a good observer of, of other people interacting with horses. Be a good observer of your horse when you're interacting with it. And, and just store, start you a, a, a logbook of things that you can repeat. You see, if you're not aware you're not in the moment and if you don't know why something worked you can't repeat it but when you get when you start really becoming a student of the horse and you know why this worked and why it didn't work then you can either avoid doing something or you can reproduce it can you explain being a student of the horse well we've got to I think in order to, to continually get better with them, we've got to be able to read their emotions. We've got to be able to read what they're saying to us with their physical expressions. We've got to be able to to tell, is this horse comfortable or is he is he asleep or what, what kind of a, what kind of a, an emotional state of mind is this horse in? It, it, at every at every step they take because a horse can can go from being comfortable to uncomfortable in one step and it usually is going to be tied to how they're using their body and uh, you know and that just requires that we're there so that we can recognize that the shoulder braced here so that caused this reaction the so shoulder softened here or, or the hips up whatever whatever part you're dealing with and, uh, and and those changes are are so uh, obvious when they happen. Uh, when you're aware. Yeah, there's no denying that this caused that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to back you up a little bit here because you made the comment about it's so important to be an observer. And as you know, I mean, I've got a camera in your face pretty much all the time. But I'm behind the camera and I get to watch and I can see all these different horses and wouldn't you say, even though I don't spend the time riding, I think I've actually gotten smarter. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't matter smarter. You, you, your level of awareness has come way up. Oh my gosh, it has because I can tell when a horse moves his shoulder in one step one way and how it changes the body alignment, and he moved it the other way, and it's just like you said, it's just one step. And if you don't catch that step, then I actually see them too start drifting, you know, with that shoulder. And you talk about them protecting themselves with their shoulder and by the way you wrote a great article on performance horses which should be out um, in the next months to come but it's on the shoulder awareness and talking about how the shoulder uh, they'll hide behind their shoulder and I can so see that in the camera um, what they're doing so yes that observing is a big big thing and I um, really encourage people to do that of course they're gonna have to um, not try to figure something out because I don't try to figure anything out when I'm videoing. I'm just watching. I'm watching and I'm hearing you talk all of the time. And uh, so when somebody's observing to try to talk while they're observing, it doesn't work. You've got to be quiet and listen. I mean, to what is being said and watch so you can match the words and the body movement of the horse together. And I think that's where I've really picked up on a lot more than I ever have. Yeah, because the body of the horse is just our external. Uh, it's them revealing to us what's going on inside their mind. What'd you just say? The body of the horse is just their way of revealing to us what's going on inside their mind. It's kind of like us. Well, it probably is. You're a lot better at reading people than I am. <laughs> no, what's going on inside your mind is what is your body's reflecting it. Because uh, anything, wherever your thoughts are at, your body is going to respond for that. So it's the exact same thing. Yeah, it is. But but it's a the difference. It maybe it isn't different. But a horse has the ability when when they're comfortable in their mind their whole body will become compliant it'll it'll become uh, soft and um, and their their attitude tied to it is becomes real willing and, and if they're if they're not then they're, it's going to show up in the form of some sort of brace in their body somewhere so I'm I try to be all the time aware of, of the entire body how they're even pushing their feet off the ground and and let that feel tell me whether or not my horse is comfortable in his mind or if he's, if he's uncomfortable and if he's not then how can I how can I help him to get that and that's where that's where using rhythm comes into play to help adjust that that uh, because a horse can get comfortable within a rhythm even when they're in an environment that maybe left to their own accord, they wouldn't be comfortable. In other words, you know, a horse is not gonna just willingly walk up to a fire, but with the rider on their back to help them through, you can get a horse where they're, they're trusting their rider to the point where now the fire no longer becomes a threat to them. And, and we can use walking and moving just rhythm to help a horse get comfortable here and, and as they get more comfortable they'll let down and relax mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I took you back to the water, so, and you talked to us about the water and the components and the blending. So let's take a picture of the horse, of the uh, components there, and then help us to blend the two together. You lost me on your question here now. <laughs> I kind of did too. Well, I took you back to the water because I wanted you to explain the water again. Okay. okay? So the components. So talk about the the components of of the horse and what the horse is feeling. Well, we have internal components. How the horse is feeling emotionally. We have uh, where the horse's attention is. You know what what's drawing that horse's attention. These are all internal things. External things can be the influence of the rider, the influence of the environment, and how that horse is, is reacting or responding to those elements. Those are the, the those are the elements really that I think that we have to deal with. We just we just as horsemen tend to isolate body part at a time. In other words, we we can move the head, the neck, the shoulders, the rib, the hips, move all of those parts independent of one another. Helps give us a tool to use, since it is a reflection of the thoughts of the horse, we can use the manipulation, so to speak, of, of the horse's body parts until they become conformant, compliant, easy, soft, whatever word triggers your mind to, to get the point of what I'm talking about. We can use that as a tool to help soothe the, the internal state of being of the horse at any given moment. Okay, so then where does the blending come in from the person to the horse? Continuously. Continuously. It, it is the person recognizing the state of mind that the horse is in when they first make contact. And is that what you call reading of the horse? It, it, I mean, it, it, yes, it's continual reading of the horse, but it starts when the horse first sees you or hears you. You know, and, and then it, it doesn't end until you turn that horse loose and now he's on his own. But when, when the horse is in our presence, if we're not there as an active leader, you know, we're, we're in trouble. Okay, wow. Well, this is a lot of great information here and we just covered the what it is today. And what we're going to do here in the next few sessions, we're going to cover the why and the where. So do you have any tips as we close today on things that they could start doing to recognizing uh, riding with feel? Yeah, you, you can never go wrong in, in training yourself to get in the moment, however you need to do that. I mean, there's all different kind of techniques, and you can help better with that than I can, but if we've, we've got to do that, you know, otherwise we'll, we'll miss that first two or three steps a horse takes that maybe is pushing against what we want and, and that horse takes two or three steps in resistance 
now there'd be a trigger in their mind that said, I'm in control, and they are. And then they've got us outweighed, outpowered, you know, they can move, outmove us. So, so it is important that we are present so that we can be there. I mean, you've, you've seen time and time again, if, when I first get a hold of a horse, he takes that first step in. I'm, I meet that first step in, and and, and, and we, we start right over. There's no time for thought. It's just got to be a response that you do because of this is what the horse did. Got to be a feel. You guys yeah, got that clear mental picture and always what you're looking for, and that definitely gives you uh, what you want to do next with the horse. Well, I know this is something that a lot of our customers have been really requesting and searching and reaching for themselves is to be able to feel that horse and to ride with the feel because you ride so much you know with the body part control alignment of the horse and how valuable everything is to the ride and that's something that we're you know working on putting a program together to help them to slow things really down so that they can see what it is that you're talking about because when if you do it on the horse by horseback you've got now the horse and they're trying to learn it but we want to take the horse out of the equation at the time and slow it down show it by pictures and do some things like that so we're excited about the future here and um, very thankful for the Thanksgiving season happy Thanksgiving to everyone and we will catch up with you next week and we'll talk about why the feel um, of the horse is so important when you're riding. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. And be sure and subscribe to our Horse Trainer's Wife podcast. And we will see you soon.